1: Yeah, y'all know what? poppin', Fraser Boy. Academy Award winning Frazier Boy in the building, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Chill. All right, so we got the one and only yes.
0: Fraser Boy jumping off the porch <laughs> with us.
1: In the flesh, man, I appreciate y'all having me.
0: Nah, I appreciate you coming by, man. I grew up listening to your let's, shit, let's man.
1: Let's get it, man, yeah, you make me feel old. I'm probably
0: just as old as you Now, man, go. so you got anything else shaking here in Atlanta during this trip, man? What man, else you got just,
1: just moving around. I got uh, Beehive, ATL. Shout out to Beehive. Shout out to Beehive, and, uh, uh, Wicked over there, man. Shout and out just, to too. just networking, man, bringing this Memphis shit, to the, you know, to the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Representing. Yes, sir,
0: man. Go ahead and shout out your boy that you got
1: sitting back there, man, too. The man, the legendary South Memphis legend, King is man, straight up out of Memphis, man. You know I had to rock with my homie, man. For real, real, for real.
0: For sure, man. All right, so, Frasier, <laughs> man, let's talk about Memphis.
1: Let's talk about Let's it.
0: talk about Memphis today. How does it look compared to when you was coming up?
1: Man, um, pretty much the same, just a little, little more steroids on it, you know what I'm saying? A little stronger, a little, a little better. Uh, gutter still the same. Uh, we operate the same, same, uh, you know, thing going on as it was back then. It's just ten times stronger, I think, today okay yeah okay
0: and one thing I always liked was you put on for Fraser you put on for the Bay
1: Bay area man that's Memphis 10 man I had to man you know what I'm saying I I had to represent where I'm from I had to show my struggle and and how we get down that's just Memphis period but I had to rep my side you know what I'm saying stronger than anything else okay you know what I'm saying because it it, it kind of it, it made me who I am
0: absolutely yeah right do you feel like Fraser in the Bay is different than other sides of Memphis or is it all Man, Memphis,
1: Memphis is Memphis. <laughs> man, Memphis is Memphis, man. It really ain't no nice or better side as all. Even the good side is Memphis. If you <laughs> if you understand where I'm coming from, even the good side is Memphis. set, man. So with, with that being said, it's, it's all pretty much the same if you went them city lines. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, just kind of speak on the culture of Memphis, man.
1: Man, uh, good barbecue. Yes, sir. Great music. Great soul music. Good people here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's just like everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? It's just we got our own flavor. We operate different. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we got a different mind frame from a lot of other places. And we just do what we do and we stand on what we do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What type of impact or influence would you say Memphis has had on the rap game? Man?
1: Whoa, talking about today? To Man, it. we heavy, 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 heavy. Like, we've been doing our thing since, since maybe the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was, wasn't doing it and I was a fan of it, we were doing our thing then. I think now today, we really getting our flowers for uh, you know what we've been bringing to the, to the music business for a long time now, and uh, I, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Even the new, the, the new cats, the new females, Glorilla, and you know everybody else, Money Bag, and it's just it's a good look. Yeah. It's a good look. It's a good look.
0: Yeah, when you look at it, it's like everyone in the rap game wants that Memphis sound, no matter where they from. Man, we
1: operate different down there, man. It's it just it's it's addictive. It's an addictive sound that uh, how how we all uh, do our music is just addictive. Mm-hmm. We repetitive. We are straight to the point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it just it ain't all glory. You know what I'm saying? We we, we speak from the heart and you gonna feel where we're coming from.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, even even R and B, you're gonna feel <laughs> where we're coming from. It ain't just <laughs> hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: I see Gucci Man just signed three artists. Yeah, it's yeah like yeah. in the last Shout week.
1: Shout out Gucci Man for just just He's just, tapped in, man. Just keeping this Memphis shit alive even here in Atlanta, man. You know what I'm saying? We got we got so much respect for Atlanta and what they do, man. It's just we just trying to we just trying to fall in line, man, and show what we can do. Yeah. So I'm guessing that he noticing it, so because that's what he doing, tapping in. So you know, I'm pretty sure Memphis appreciate that, and you know, Atlanta appreciate that if they want something different.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I figure he had so much success with Pooh and yeah, uh, Big Scar. It's like all right, who else?
1: is Yeah, out there? yeah. I mean, all big Memphis, uh they up and coming big Memphis legends, and and. I saw a couple interviews with Gucci. Was like, you know, his favorite artist is Project that was, Pat. Yep. That's who I learned from. I learned everything I know about, you know, pretty much of how to approach a song with my big brother Project Pat. So shout out Project Pat, Big Memphis. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, French, what had inspired you to start rapping at first? Because I, I, I'm mm. understanding you wasn't rapping like a kid. I wasn't. Kid or nothing, I wasn't, right? man.
1: I, I got a, I got a unique story from anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I. Uh, when I started rapping, that was when when you my first album came out through Hypnotized Mind Gone on that Bay. That was the first time I started rapping because I was around them at first. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna start from day one. Coop's the nigga,
0: okay. rest
1: in peace, Coop. Um, In the in the projects, Green Brian Frazier. Um, I used to be real good friends with his cousin Pam. So. Coop used to be at the house all the time and I started taking Coop back and forth to the studio with Paul and Juicy. So that's how me, we bridged the gap and I got cool with them. So as I got cool with them, they used to do these uh, crowd chant hooks. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, like, get bug, get bug, just a crowd chant. So I used to join the crowd, chants, and I guess they heard the, uh, the tone in my voice or whatever. They knew I had something in me that I didn't even know I had, and they made an artist out of it. Hmm. Shit, man, I've been doing this shit ever since.
0: What's that?
1: Yeah, so it's like crazy how it started. And the first album I rapped on was Lil' Chad Murder. She spoke. Okay, yeah. Wolfpack. So that was the first time my voice was heard, and then from then on, man, I've been pushing the button. I ain't looked back, man. You know what I'm saying? So you know. I appreciate everything that was laid out for me. They taught me the, the game. And like I said, I learned every, most of just how to create a song and put it in song mode through Project Pat. So, you know, he one of the Memphis GOATs, so, you Absolutely. know.
0: Yeah, he's a GOAT in and, rap period. Just being yeah, around
1: Paul and Juicy, man, just, just looking at how they create and, and they genius, man. You can't do nothing but pick up on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So were you, like, big fans of 3-6 at the time? Of too? course,
1: man, of course. Coming from Memphis, even back then, it, all you used to listen to was Memphis music. We was pretty much racist of everybody else's music. Like, we didn't <laughs> want to hear shit else, but even on the tape, yeah. mixtape days, Memphis would just ride around listening to Memphis. So, of course, I was a fan, and you know, just becoming one day that I was with them, it was just like a dream come true, man. You know what I'm saying? It was just crazy how my story just evolved Yeah. from that, from being a fan to, me one person to take me to another person and starting off with background hooks and becoming an artist myself okay from watching them
0: so when you first like meet paul juicy chad pat yeah um, family is it like instant chemistry like did they accept you right away yeah was yeah, it-, yeah.
1: It, was, it was i was accepted right away i was tested but i was accepted i i, I think i kind of got over the hump and i did my thing if i stayed down for so long so i was accepted i think i was accepted I wasn't no sucker, so I was accepted.
0: <laughs> you said you were challenged. What do you mean by that?
1: I'm just saying, as far as my musical talent, I ain't talking about uh, fighting or no shit yeah. like this, but just as far as what I can do on the microphone, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, they gave me my trial run, and I guess I passed it. Okay. Hey, I'm still here hmm. I'm off the porch. You did so 20 what? years later.
0: Yeah. So what was that first studio session like? Were you nervous? Did you know what the hell you were doing?
1: It was like a fucking, I don't know, bro. It was like, I remember it. Well, Project Pat was in prison at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that time, the camp was getting kind of short. There wasn't too many people left in the camp, you know. A lot of people had left. And I think that's how I got my chance because there really was no new voice around that could hold, you know, hold it down from what they had been doing. Pat was pretty much the biggest artist on the label, and he had four years in prison. So, you know, this when I stepped in, and I guess that's when they said, "Well, maybe we can try him." So, they was making the posse song of about, you know, if if you know hypnotized minds work, we used to always have a posse song. And
0: those songs are legendary.
1: People used to go to the posse song first. When Absolutely, they were always album. at the end too. Exactly. So. They always used to have a posse song, and uh, the posse song had about four people on it at the time. Hmm. It used to be about maybe seven or eight people on it, and I remember Paul joking and saying, "Frazier, we ain't got no bad in the camp. We might as well write you a ball." So I was like, "She trap me. They just don't know I had been premeditating anyway." Man, I wrote them eight bars, they liked it, man. I got a contract, maybe a week or two later, and man, they, I'm out of here. The button was pushed.
0: Off of eight bars? Off of eight That's bars. That's all
1: it took? Yup, bless man, That's you know what I'm saying? And it changed my life, bro. Music saved my life. Real sick. talk.
0: So how long after that do you start working on the album, then?
1: Man, oh. Uh, a lot of people don't know, Gone on the Bay, I had another version of it when I wasn't that good. <laughs> Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think it was wacky. It really was wacky as hell because I was just starting. It was like they was, let me get my practice in. It's a whole nother version of that album. But when it, I finally got the right version, that's what you hear, gone on that bass, I did the album maybe two, three times, but the first two times, I think it was swag. You know what I'm saying? But when I finally found my swag and what I was really trying to do and got my confidence up, they knew what they was doing, they was prepping me. So, yeah. man, once I got that, that in me, man, you know what I'm saying? I just started, it's like a workout. I started building my muscles and shit, man. I just, I just got good at what I was doing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't turned back.
0: What was the creative process like? Were they cooking up on the spot for yeah. you?
1: Or? See, and I got to see the inside. A lot lot of people don't get to see the inside of them making Mm tracks. If you sitting there watching Paul and Juicy J make tracks right in front of you, right there, you can't do nothing but get that shit in your blood. It's in your DNA. You watching this shit, them niggas geniuses. Oh yeah. They some geniuses, like, you know what I'm saying? Just how they operate and, and how they approach the sounds and they take a scary movie and put the sample in there and next thing you know they hit, man, that shit was that shit was amazing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you watching that, you can't do nothing but nod your head. If you can nod your head on beat, you make it stay on beat with your words. So, yeah. man, that shit just got up. It was in me. Hmm. It was in me. I was stuck, you know what I'm saying? It's so, a. I guess the reason they call it hypnotized minds because it it did kind of hypnotize oh, yeah. you when you heard that trance. It track. was like a trance. Yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I understood what it was about. And shit, man, we we gone.
0: Hmm. Did you ever have like a surreal moment where you're like, look, like, how the fuck did I end up here?
1: Man, <laughs> I think I had this surreal moment when I was, uh, yeah, it was dead at first. But when I got to the uh, Academy Award. Okay. That's when I was like, what the fuck just happened? I think all <laughs> of us was like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know I wrote the lyrics, the song title, and the lyrics to his heart, I heard for a pimp. I I won an Academy Award for that. So, I think when I got to that point, I didn't know what was going on. It, It really scared the shit out of them. It scared everybody because we was good with the nomination. That was enough for us. You know what I'm saying? Just the nomination. But when we won,
0: Oh, so you got to perform.
1: Yeah, we performed before. I think actually, you guys were
0: the first rappers to actually be yeah, able to perform. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: we were the first African American. I think Eminem was the first. The first, so first African American group, yeah. group that uh was able to perform and we actually won. So man, at that moment right there, I didn't know what I didn't know what was in store. Hmm. I didn't know what was in store. So, you know, that was my surreal moment, I think. Okay. For uh, you know, when I was with them.
0: Yeah. So when you um were you approached like, hey, we're writing a song for a soundtrack, or how did that all come about?
1: Yeah, and like I say, once again, Project Pat was in prison, so I kinda think that's how it fell in my lap, mm-hmm. because I really think he would've been the first choice to write a song about a pimp, well, come on now, <laughs> Project Pat, Mr. Gorilla Pimp. So you know what I'm saying, so that's probably how I got that chance. That's why I'm a big big believer in everything that happened for a reason, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, That was that was my reason, you know, he was, kind of stepped back and let me do my thing. So, you know, I appreciate him for that. He never, he embraced it, you know what I'm saying? He embraced it and that kind of gave me the confidence to really do it when he embraced it. And you know what I'm saying? He fucked with me on it. But he was in prison at the time. John Singleton, rest in peace John Singleton, and Craig Brewer out of Memphis, uh, the the director out of Memphis. uh, They was at the studio. They were working on Hustle & Flow and wasn't out yet, so they needed somebody to write a song about exactly to what the movie was about. So, John Singleton was telling me about what the movie was about. You know what I'm saying? It's a pimp, struggling pimp, and an inspiring rapper. He has a pregnant black girl, uh, hole and he had a white hole and da-da-da-da-da. So, I took that and just said, uh, the name of the song need to be as hard out here for a pimp. Mm-hmm. And John Singleton was like, what you say? I said, the name of the song need to be as hard out here for a pimp. He was like, "This it. So once he told me that, man, I just pushed the button and started. I wrote the song, maybe two verses, maybe 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And, man, that motherfucker got nominated for an Academy Award. That's, like, I, we didn't even know what the fuck an Oscar was. We were still calling it a Grammy. <laughs> so you know the significance of what that is. So when you don't even know what the fuck. What league you in? Yeah. And that's the biggest league you could be in. So, yeah, that was my surreal moment, and that was that's that's how it happened, man. My, like I got the story. This, you ain't gonna hear no shit like this. Not for real. <laughs> Coming from where where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? Memphis is a it's a good city to be from, but shit like that is unheard of. Only other person who got an Oscar in Memphis is I- Isaac Hayes. So that's good company. That's, yeah, I was
0: gonna <laughs> say that that's legendary. That's right good there.
1: company. So you know. Bless, man, bless, bless.
0: What was your reaction the first time you watched the movie and heard the song?
1: Man! I'm sure you heard the song before. Man, when I watched it, bro, it fucked me up how they synced it and the way they touched the moment. I guess that's what made him win the Oscars because of the moment Hmm. of where he was in his life in the movie and the way the song, he was like, it's hard out here for a pimp. A lot of people think that the song is about a fucking, it's about a pimp in them words. But everybody is a pimp mm-hmm. in what they do. It's hard out here for a pimp. They, they can be a janitor, you can be a, a race car driver if you lose, it's still hard out here for a pimp. So that's what it signified, you know what I'm saying? You got to think outside the box sometimes. A lot of folks was down in it because they, yeah, a pimp song won an Oscar. No, just listen to it, you'll understand. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> Yeah, push this it, shit out. Yeah,
0: even the way they presented it yeah. in there, it's like, that's been going viral on TikTok. They didn't, they
1: didn't understand, but you know, they, they got it later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even the Oscars understood it hmm. because it was, but a lot of people didn't understand where I was coming from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is what it is.
0: So, let's go to the performance at the Oscars. Man. Crazy. I mean, you look at the crowd, it, it's not your rap crowd. Woo. You know what I'm saying?
1: Man. You got
0: the biggest movie stars nah, in wait the world. I you
1: this then. shit. Okay, we performed right. right. I'm nervous as hell because I got to do 16 bars. Paula Juicy did the split the first verse, and uh, I did the second verse. I didn't slip on my verse, but I had some shades on. Man, I was nervous as a motherfucking cat in a room full of rocking chairs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember looking on the front row and seeing Jamie Foxx rap the song word for word hmm. man that got me so crunk in the inside like you might didn't couldn't tell on the outside but in the inside my body was going what the fuck is good and then you looking at there you see everybody that's on TV movie stars looking at you so the shit don't it don't even feel it don't feel real and shit, man it was just a, a crazy morning let me tell you this hmm. after we won we, we, uh, Queen Latifah announced the winners. All right, we got the Oscars. So we walking off stage afterwards. I see Will Smith. So I'm a big fan of Will Smith. I'm going straight to him like, man, I love your work. I grew up on you, I watch, you know what I'm saying? I love your movies, man, you da-da-da-da-da. The man didn't shake my hand. He didn't shake my hand at all. He was standing like this. He wasn't smiling, none of this shit. The mind said, congratulations to the men that won an Oscar before me and walked the fuck off. <laughs> what? I swear to God, bro. I was like, what the fuck? So, you know, my mind was everywhere. It was people mad. It was people happy. It was some people that really wasn't happy because they felt like, I guess they felt like we was playing with what they do for, I don't know how they took it, but a lot of people wasn't really as happy as you would thought they would be. Exactly, so that, that that's, that's kind of like how I felt like, you know what I'm saying, they was bigging us up, but there was some people that really was giving us to the... like you don't belong here yeah, 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 but man that's taking blame God <laughs> take blame it me blame bed, right? blame God, man, you know what I'm saying you got to blame God, you got to take that over him, man, that's right. what he had for me, so it was it is what it is, but I had to tell that Will Smith story. I used to love Will Smith, man, but that might fuck me up with their attitude ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> but photo slap, real talk.
0: That's wild right there.
1: For sure, man, so yeah. It was some crazy moments, man.
0: So you guys didn't know you were gonna win when you guys arrived?
1: Hell no. So I always shit, thought they
0: told people before. Man,
1: yeah. listen, that shit is so confidential. It's serious, like. They had a paper, like the FBI be over the papers, like, like the shit is so classified that they really, is, you don't know who gonna win before you, they call the name. Like they really had it secured. So that's why the reaction was like that. It was a real reaction. Like we, I was looking, it looked like everything was going in slow motion when Queen Latifah was opening the, uh. the envelope. And it seemed like the Who needs an alarm in the morning? when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First, I seen her mouth moving in slow motion and I was like, we won. She said, it's hot. When I seen her give it that little smirk, I knew what it was. I knew what it was. And that was it, man, like crazy as hell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, were the, what were those parties like
1: afterwards? Oh, shit. The first party you go to is the Vanity Fair party. That's the okay. party that everybody goes to. And you walk in the Vanity Fair party with an Oscar in your hand, nigga, I was the man. <laughs> when you looking over there and J-Lo is looking at you like you a piece of meat, like, and, and you look over here and you see Serena Williams looking at you like winking eye-eye, then you got Mary J. Black, then you got, man, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like the shit was so surreal, it was crazy, bro. And another thing, okay, another part, John Singleton took us to Prince House, rest in peace, Prince. That's it. So after the party. No, 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 Hold on. He didn't let us in. He didn't let us <laughs> <you> <laughs> we in. Was, we, we was denied. The man didn't, no, he ain't not let us what, in. What, a no.
0: juicy, like sample and song, not tell him or I don't know
1: what the hell happened, but John Singleton himself went to the door. Like, I got three since mafia out here, they just won an Oscar, you know. We right in front of the house. We at his front door. They can't come in. Nah, do you want some grapes? <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. So I remember it. I remember that. it was like a big blur, but I remember everything. So yeah.
0: That's wild,
1: man. Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. Shit yeah. is. Right, all right.
0: We can't skip over this album, man. It's going on that day,
1: man. Oh yeah, we gotta go. So longer.
0: to me, this is a classic album. Yeah. Right? So when you get done recording it, do you realize what you? I was on?
1: no, no. Honestly, I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just put my heart in it and rapped about what I know, what other people I've seen experiences and what they've been through, and put it in my work. And like I said, I'm gonna say this once again: when you rapping, writing to a pile of the juicy pieces it makes it a little bit easier than anything else. You know what I'm saying? So. That shit was just all hard. That's why I sound so hungry on that motherfucker. It was just all hard. I was afraid because I didn't know if people was going to accept me. I didn't know because it's my first time. I didn't have a mixtape or nothing before this album. That was my first recorded project and it became a classic, man. So, you know, I guess it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and Project Pat's the one that gave you the idea for the title, right? Yeah,
1: he gave okay. me the actual the title. He was in prison. I, I had a hard name or uh, what? Well, I had a hard time coming up with a name for the album. I didn't know what the name the album. Paul didn't know what the name Juicy was like, and, and Pat was like, oh, I was talking to him. I was like, I need a name for the album. He was like, Gone on that bay.' You know, if you know from Memphis, you know bay is cocaine. So uh, Frazier Bay Area, that's a high-trafficking cocaine area, so we that's why we call it the Bay Area. And it's close to the waters, so, mm-hmm. both of those kind of intertwined them for Bay Area. And he said, gone on that Bay, and shit," it stuck with me, and she, there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Pat,
1: man. Shout out to Project Pat, man. Yeah. Big Memphis. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, UGK featured on that. Yeah, I had
1: uh, UGK, uh, shit, and of course, Three Six, man, it was just a, you can you can listen to the album today and it's still gonna be relevant You Absolutely, know what I'm saying? yeah yeah
0: did you get in the studio with uh bun and pimp or how yeah
1: happened? i talked to uh well actually um every time bon come to memphis he called me i'd take him get something to eat that's, that's like a, a pimp rest in peace pimp bon is like a great friend of mine man like so humble anytime anything i need man bon got me man like he, he's that's a real nigga that I like to the core man i, I ain't got nothing hmm. I, it's nothing you can say bad about it. dude. He's so genuine, man. You know what I'm saying? He's just genuine, and you feel everything that's come from his mouth. Like, he's just a genuine dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I had to get him. This was like. I had to get him. This is like everyone's favorite song. I don't know. Everyone's got different favorites, but this
1: and, one. And then when I uh, actually recorded the song, it wasn't on that beat. Really? Yeah. That's, that's all juicy right there. So when I came back another day, he said, I changed the beat on. I was like, oh, okay, let me hear it. And that's what the fuck came out. <laughs> is that Juicy humming in the background? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Juicy J humming. That's, like I said, they geniuses when it comes to what sound need to be there. You'd be like, damn. When, I, when you see them take a, 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 a sound out of a movie and just make it into what it is, that shit was amazing, man. That shit was amazing.
0: So this album drops, you know, before social media. Yeah. So how were you guys promoting this at the time? Were you we guys? Really, going uh, city source city? ads.
1: Okay. Source ads. or uh, XXL ads. They just went back when Yeah, yeah. yeah people <laughs> had to <the, laughs> So sourcing uh, XXL ads and a lot of footwork, a lot of mouthwork and a lot of you know what I'm saying, grinding. It was a little different. Sometimes I wonder how how it would have been if we had social media then. Would it have mm-hmm. been have been bigger? But I, I just think it was, the timing was the timing. So it, that's what happened. <laughs> it was at the perfect time. So
0: how long after it drops do you realize people really fucking with that shit?
1: Probably, uh, probably when I came here, Atlanta. Uh, my, my first, the first big people that were stars to me that I, I kind of I, I loved in the music game was Young Bloods okay. and Killer Mike.
0: Okay, yeah. So when
1: I ran into them, they didn't know who I was. Paul was like, this my homie Frazier boy. And they were like, Frazier boy gone on that bait? And when they fucked with me like that on my shit, I think they, from then on, I was like, oh, okay. I'm good out here when it comes <laughs> to this music shit. I'm good. I think I'm good out here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was a big confidence booster for me when Killer, I don't even think they probably remember, but Killer Mike, uh, Sean Paul, and J-Bo. Out of young blood, man. Mm-hmm. Them the first people that was in the rap gang that was making noise, that said something when they met me, and that that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know, I didn't know how people accepted it. Because like I say, I wasn't a rapper. Yeah, I there's just, no
0: social media to where I you just, just get the did yeah, yeah, community. yeah.
1: It wasn't, I didn't couldn't look at the comments or no shit like that yet. Because hey, then it just caught on. I'm still hearing about that album. Hey, you asking about it today? So you know, yeah
0: listening to it this week while doing my research
1: yeah, but, yeah but I'm gonna say this don't get it twisted like that was then but now I'm better <laughs> you know what I'm saying I got this a two out I got this all uh, beta one uh I don't know if you heard of T-Rock you remember T-Rock uh we got an album out called Bay to the A through uh six enterprises uh Macy O, my homie you know what I'm saying and uh we got a lot of new stuff coming, Bay Day 3, you know what I'm saying, we just, we just working. So that's who I've been working with lately, uh, my homie Maceo with Six Enterprise. Okay. So we got a lot of stuff coming, man. So y'all get ready. And Bay Day 2 and Bay Day 1 is already out on all platforms. Um, I have a new short film out um, inspired by Gone On They Bay. Mm-hmm. Remember the song, Bloody Murder? Okay, I just did a short film
0: yeah, a movie saw that for on that. YouTube. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So you know, check that out. It's, it's out right now on YouTube. So, yeah, good shit. Yeah, Choices Two.
0: The soundtrack.
1: Choices Two. We stayed in L.A. for two months. Family. That was some of the. F- that was some fun. That movie was very fun to m- just to make. On set. Was that uh, like your
0: first acting or? No. Oh,
1: actually, Choices One. Okay. It was a short part I had in there, but. Um, Choices 2, probably my first speaking role, i will okay. say that. Yeah. yeah, so I really had to learn some lines and read the script on that one. <laughs> the first choice I just got hit in the face with a pool ball and that was my part.
0: <laughs> so it kind of expanded but, your role. But you got to start somewhere, you hear me? <laughs> <Not> for real. <laughs> and the soundtrack, you was on like nine songs.
1: Yeah, 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 so uh, me and Lil' White was kind of real heavy then, so you know, we, we kind of, they put a lot of work into us, so you know, we was all, all over everything. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, good good shit, good did, shit.
0: Did you know White before you were rapping, or did nah, you on that nah. hypnotized? No, no. Actually,
1: White, we're both from Frazier. Mm-hmm. White maybe uh grew up maybe two, three miles from where I'm from, but White a little younger than me. Okay, yeah. So we never met until he got to hypnotized mine. Okay. So we never met. Yeah. He went to Westside, I went to Frazier, so it's about maybe 10 miles apart, maybe five miles. Mm. So it's crazy. I, I've Felt like that was always crazy, hmm. that we never met, but until we got there and we were so close, we grew up so close together. Yeah. And uh, Glorilla, she's from West Side, where Lil White's from, this side. Okay. So, yeah, so, shout out her too, she's doing her thing. Yeah,
0: so speak on the chemistry you and White had, 'cause because you guys yeah. got some classic songs too.
1: I think that was just just some Fraser shit. We didn't <laughs> never <laughs> meet, and we just every average, literally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I think he had the uh, high tone voice, and I had the low tone voice, yeah, it was and like it kind of it kind of weighed out, you know what I'm saying? And we both were snapping. So, and then I'm gonna say this again: powder and juicy beats that bring out <laughs> a beast in you. So, you know, you're gonna approach them different. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so I think yeah. P.I.M.P. Shout out, Lil shout out, a little white too, man. Yeah,
0: I think P.I.M.P. was my favorite song. On this uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm P. P.I.M.P. M-P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choices too. Yep, that's, right. that's a dope job. I forgot about your record. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Sometimes I look and be like, damn. And realize. How- hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. How I many songs I recorded? Like, shit, I forgot about this. Damn, I forgot about this. You ever go on YouTube, and be like, damn. <laughs> I
0: feel like that <laughs> some of my interviews. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. so many. That like, catalog
1: man. builds up over years, man. And you, and you look back and be like, damn, I've been working. That's real. <laughs> yeah,
0: so going into your second album, me being me, me being me, did you feel like pressure, like you got to live up to the first no, one? No,
1: I started getting a little more uh, comfortable with my uh, music ability. I think me being me, we uh, that's when we went to Asylum Warner Brothers. Okay, we was actually signed. It was me. They signed me and Lil White. We was their first artist, and then uh, Boosie and Webby, okay. and uh, Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Okay, so we was their first three acts on Warner Brother Asylum, so you know that's how uh, I got that drink came about. It was so easy to do because it was we, right we, there in the we was already label mates, so yeah. you know it, 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 it wasn't hard to pull off. Yeah. So yeah, me being me, there's um, dope. Am I, I? got a little more confident in what I was doing, and I was approaching be different. I think I got better lyrically and shit. I was. I was taking off, man. Yeah. And like I say, that's the album where I got that drank. That was my biggest single to date. So it did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The HCP, the posse song. On.
1: Yeah, like I say, man, you live for the posse song. When you get your posse songs, it's just like, it's like a breath of fresh air because <laughs> you know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> so, like, are you, all you guys in the studio together for these posse songs? How yeah, does this yeah. normally work? He'll
1: call at? us, be like, come do the posse song. Everybody, eight ball, we go in here, just tell us, all right, you go out to so and so. That's the only thing he'll say. And she, all of us in there writing, and we record, and she, it come out like this. We just like, we just going to war on the track. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel
0: like you really had to bring it on the posse yeah, songs? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You, know, you didn't want to be whack. <laughs> the whack is on there, so you know. I think everybody pretty much held it. They they side up because we was all talented artists separately. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we got together, we just it was just a chemistry. You know what I'm saying? It was just a chemistry of how Paul and Juicy operated and and push it together. So it was a chemistry in a way. So we knew what to do. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't hard to pull it off. Yeah. yeah.
0: how was the feedback on that album when it came
1: out? Me Being Me? Mm -hmm. Oh they loved it. They loved it. They loved A lot of people like that have more than Gone On That Bay. But I think my favorite is Gone On That Bay. Yeah
0: I think it's more like which one they heard first.
1: Yeah. Because
0: if you hear Me Being Me first it's like all
1: right. Yeah but Me Being Me had some bangles on it though. It It had a couple bangles on it. So you know that that was a good album. I got more seasoned. I was more seasoned with, with, with what I was doing then. So you know it wasn't as I wasn't as nervous as I, of course I wanted it to be a great selling album, but I wasn't as nervous. I didn't know what the fuck they expect to going on that bass, yeah. so. And that's, I think everybody called that their favorite. So, you know, I'm good with it, as long as you on Frazier, boy. Yeah, exactly, as long as you <laughs>
0: listening one way or the other. Yeah. Um, then you featured twice on the 3-6 album, most Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm a, they always uh, kept us in the loop, try to keep us in the loop on all the projects, so. Uh, What was it? Uh, Don't Violate. Don't Violate. Most Known, Unknowns. Uh, Yeah, that joint went platinum. Yeah, nigga, we we, we stayed working. (laughs) We stayed working. And yeah, it was a great album to be a part of because I think that was their first, uh, was it their first platinum? That's the album with Stay Fly? Yeah. Stay Fly on that one? Yeah. If it was. Yeah, yeah, that that was was the Stay Fly album and all. Yeah, that album did pretty damn good. Hmm. So, you know, it was a great album for my voice to be heard on. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take none of it back, you know what I'm saying? It made me who I am. Yeah. Real talk. Then you start
0: working on the key.
1: The key. Yeah. Now, my honest opinion, that was when my timing with them was coming to a kind of a closure. So the album was rushed. So that's not my favorite album. I think I could have did better. I had a lot of people don't know I recorded the album in three days. Wrote and recorded the album in three days. So I was rushed, so it really wasn't, uh, it wasn't my best work. So it is what it is. So, like I said, gone on that bay. me being me. I took my time and painted a picture. That was rushed. To people that don't know that, that was rushed. That wasn't my real work.
0: So why is that the last album you do for Hypnotize? That
1: was place? after the Oscars. It was just like, I guess, we, we, we all was outgrowing our situations. And, um, I guess they felt after the Oscar that it was time for me to I guess flourish and do what I had to do or however they was feeling and um I guess there was the time we just outgrew the situations and shit. It was time to do my thing for me. Yeah. So that's how it happened.
0: So it was no hard feelings or any bad blood. I ain't gonna or... say
1: it wasn't no hard feelings. There was some softness here and there with me, because a lot of the way things was handled in some situations, but like I say, everything happened for a reason. It was for me to flourish on my own. So that's how I took it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I moved from, moved forward. I just had to realize that and you know what I'm saying? And realize that I did a lot of work with them. that got me to where I was and she there not go.
0: Yeah. Do you have any type of relationship with Paul and Juicy right now?
1: I really don't. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no really no hard feelings, but it's just like, nah. I don't really have a reason to talk to him unless we hook up later on the show. But you know, they've done several shows that I wasn't a part of, so there's it really no reason to. It is what it is. Like I said, we all adults. <laughs> yeah, So.
0: I was surprised he wasn't at verses.
1: Yeah, I was too. Hmm. But <laughs> it is what it is, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if my craft ain't here with the people that I done it with, then I ain't no need of reaching out because yeah. it's self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you and Pat still got a good relationship? Me and Pat right? still good. Me and okay.
1: Crunch is still good. Me and Chad still good. Me and White still good. Yeah. I don't have no 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 problem with them. We still can sit down, but I don't think we'll, it'll probably ever happen unless we cross paths or something. So we, yeah, yeah, I fuck with Juicy, but you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of people have their feelings for whatever reasons. but. Sometimes they be delusional of what really happened. So, hey. Understood. Yeah. So
0: then comes the B A R album. B. A R, R.
1: me and Lil' White Collabo. Wow. <laughs> I almost forgot about that one myself. True. Um, How
0: could you forget that? That's yeah.
1: I done like I say, I I really did forget about that just I'm just saying the B. timing yeah. of the interview, uh Bar. Yep. That was an album that was supposed to be in the making while we was with Hypnotized. Okay. But it ended up happening uh, through Fixiers. Uh, Rest in Peace West Phillips, too, man. Um, selecto hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a, a, a label and it called Fixiers, and that's what we put that album through. Yeah, man, Lil' White banged that thing.
0: Man, that, y'all yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: was something that was due time, so.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I say, we, we like Ebony and Ivory whenever we link up, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's just how it's, that's, that's just what that is. So, I, I, it wasn't no doubt in that one. Yeah. I already right. knew what we were finna do. So, that's how it came out. You so, bar, all platforms, right now. Is
0: White still rapping these days? Yeah. Y'all got something in the works?
1: I got some, some, some new features from him that okay. I haven't put out yet, but uh, I think he's working on the album itself also. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, White's still solidified now. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, we put out a lot of his White Christmas uh, yeah. tapes.
1: Yeah, 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 he's still going strong, man. Like I said, shout out to my boy, my Bay shit. Um, so from
0: Bay to the A with T-Rock, how does this- Bay to the A, man,
1: hey, that's one of the dopest-
0: That man can rap so damn fast.
1: Man, that's one of the uh, dopest projects that, uh, that I kind of slipped and and fell into because I didn't know, there was something we weren't planning on, like I say, my, my, my homie Macy-Yo with Six Enterprise kind of put that together, and shit, that motherfucker came out like butter, bro. Hmm. We, like, like, it's in demand, we have to do Bay Hmm. to the A, too, you know what I'm saying? We- and then the crazy part about this, me and T Rock never worked together for on one a song together when he was with when we was with the situation with them. So mm-hmm. it was due time, Absolutely. and man, it, it came out crazy. Yeah. So we're working on part two right now. Shout out T Rock. Okay. Yeah, Yeah,
0: because it's the same thing, it's like where your styles are so different, Yeah, man. it just sounds so crazy. And then then
1: we know our chemistry, we know what to do when we approach that mic, so it ain't, you know what I'm saying, it's going to come out like this. I didn't expect nothing less, (laughs) so I knew what it was.
0: That's it. Yeah. So looking at the rap game today, what's your thoughts on, you know, everything that be going on these days?
1: It's a lot of crazy shit, but I just, I, I try to stay out the way, but stay in the way at the same time, if you can understand what I'm saying. Like, I don't really indulge in shit that ain't got nothing to do with me, you know what I'm saying? So, all this beefing and all that, I don't do that. I ain't got time to do that. I ain't finna be lip boxing with nobody on no microphone and all this shit. I will, but I won't at the same time <laughs> say that. I knock on doors. Yeah. So, I ain't with all this shit, so, you know for as musically, everything—it's—it's it's a lot of good shit out here. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's a lot different. Yeah, yeah, it's different, and uh, different is good. The biggest risk you can take is not taking one, so different is good. So you know what I'm saying? You gotta think outside the box, music, especially when it comes to music, or you just gonna blend in with everybody else. yeah the the, the thing is, you wanna stand out. So, different is always good. So, I'm not saying different is bad. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's different from what's been going on. So, it's it's a lot of good shit out here. And the women, the women starting to make noise out here. So, you know, these niggas better step it up. (laughs) These niggas better step it up. these women, they women, they sick of this shit out here. They like, man, look, we finna take this shit over. They sick of this shit, I can tell. You know what I'm saying? These women, they becoming beasts on this, on this microphone. There's a lot of good women rapper, some good artists out here these days. Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess they just felt like it was daytime time again. So they, they they making a move. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah
0: especially in Memphis,
1: man. It's like- Yeah. I, oh, uh, like I got a song called Sneaky Link with Juicy Fruit. She's- Okay, she's, she's hard
0: too, yeah. Man,
1: I, that's really one of my favorite artists, female artists out of Memphis. I think a lot of people, She's so slept on, bro, man. Like, but she, her talent, man, is undeniable. I love I just love the way she approached anything, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a I'm a big fan of her. I like Glorilla too. Mm-hmm. She ba that's that's bass shit. I gotta like Glorilla. So shared that
0: tweet that said Glorilla sound like Fraser.
1: Yeah, that's Fraser Girl. Oh, I call Frasier her Fraser Girl. girl. <laughs> that's Fraser Girl. Yeah. Glorilla that Fraser Girl. You know what I'm talking about? So
0: what inspires you to keep creating today, Faith?
1: The crazy part about it is I'm having fun. I'm back having fun with this shit, you know what I'm saying? That's what I was missing. I was doing it, but I really wasn't having fun. Hmm. I'm having fun. I'm just doing, I'm just recording when I want to record and putting it out when I want to put it out. So, you know, I think that's the difference of today. And I I think I'm more dangerous when I'm having fun. Hmm. I realized it. So yeah. I'm having fun, man. So, you know, you're gonna get it. I'm not done. I, I feel like um I got so much more to offer and I'm really finna get into this acting and more, putting out more movies and okay. utilizing this Oscar for what it's really for. Not for real. Dig? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um you shared a picture of you and young Dolph. Yeah. Did you have much of a relationship peace, with him or? Yeah,
1: um even before he blew up, we we both um Put our did our DJ screams together. Okay, uh, I think it was called Dolph World, and I did uh Still Breathing, and we did a little mini scream tour for that. So
0: hmm.
1: I, we got to connect before he really blew up, and I I seen his combo man like he had a he had a different kind of hustle when it comes to that uh music. Even before they knew him, you like you knew he was gonna make it because the way he moved and the way he just like he was a genius, and, and I don't even. I think he knew he was a genius, but you could see it from the outside. You know, you know, some people just got it. You'd be like, hey, that man gonna be something. Like he's subtle and just straight to the point. He don't talk much, smoke his weed, record his <laughs> verse, <laughs> yes, and it they, is they, what it is, man. So he would be truly missed, just just not in Memphis, just worldwide. Like a lot, I think they kind of that hit home for a lot of motherfuckers right there. And not just Memphis. It hurt the shit out of Memphis, but it, it i think it hurt the world too. Like that was and he was a good dude. Mm-hmm. He was a real good dude. Like rest in peace, bro. Yeah. So long live Dolph. Yeah, man. yeah, long live Dolph, man. Memphis legend. Yeah, absolutely. Real talk.
0: What uh, what is being a father taught you about life?
1: Woo. It's just a little girl, man. It made me move different. That little girl, it just it just make you see it just make you see shit different. Like when you have a daughter. That was my Scariest fear of having a little girl, and God gave me a little girl. <laughs> so you know, I hope I don't have to kill nobody later. Or so you know, <laughs> but crazy man, it, it, I think that's another thing that got me back to having fun with just life, period. You know what I'm saying? Just, just a breath of fresh air, man. My mm-hmm. son's 18, so he a knucklehead now. So it just, it weighs out. Yeah. It weighs out.
0: What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now?
1: Stay true to yourself. Uh, follow your heart. Um, that gut feeling is there for a reason, so pay attention to it. Uh, just be safe out here, man. Like, it's, it's different times and different shit going on. Like, it's crazy out here. Just, just, just be safe. That's, that's the best advice I can give anybody right now. You don't know what the fuck going on. You don't know who people are, everybody is on some old shit. Just keep your circle small. You know what I'm saying? And and watch your back. Yeah. Yeah. Watch words, man. For real words, Free and talk.
0: So Freddy, you mentioned like three albums. Which one's coming first,
1: man? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, have to talk to Macy about that or uh, what's coming next. Uh what, what we got next, bro? He don't even know. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think um uh, uh what, bay day three? We're gonna do bay day three. uh okay. I'm working on my album, my solo album too. Um you're the underdog. Oh, I, I got to mention another um, project I'm working on. I forget. <laughs> it's called Karma Volume 1 with uh, uh, Disaluna Beat. He out of mm-hmm. Memphis. He came up under DJ Squeaky, so follow him at, at Disaluna Beat. Uh, that's another producer I'm using right now. We got some crazy shit coming, man. It's, it's, uh, well, we're doing a series of tapes called Karma. So Karma Volume 1 will be dropping soon, maybe the holidays or some shit. Okay. But we got some crazy shit on there, too. So yeah. I just, I'm just working, man. I'm just working. And plus, man, man the, the bro Micheliners got some more shit coming.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, uh, the pink and the thong. Hmm. So he from South Memphis, I'm from the base. So the pink and the Thorn is how we doing it, man. So we got that coming. And just, man, I'm just, 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 just trying to stay afloat and let them know I'm still out here, man. It ain't over with. It's yeah. just beginning. And I'm having fun, so watch your ass. <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful
0: feeling when you get that passion. Man,
1: I'm telling you. Yeah. Real talk.
0: Crazy guy. Shout outs you like to give before you wrap it up, your man?
1: Man, shout out to everybody that fucks with me. I fucks with you. Shout out to Memphis, shout out to ATL, and shout out to everybody that stayed down with your boy so long. Um In the future, I won't let you down. Still the same, better. Seize it, and I'm out here. Let's get it. Hey, you no, know, I ain't on none of that fake shit. Fake shit. Better find somebody else to play, on you take. It? Niggas ain't solid, they base, base. I'ma sit his ass on vacation.